Ephesians 1.18 says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The riches of the glory. That word glory, what exactly does that mean? Let's take a closer look. We've been studying Ephesians 1.18 uh, and taking a closer look at the meaning of some of the words there so that we can understand uh, in a much deeper and better way what that scripture is talking about. Last time we talked about riches. And today I want to focus in on that word glory. The word glory comes from the original word doxa, which, mean, which uh, refers to splendor, brightness, shining, or radiance. That word uh, for glory is used uh, 500 or glory or variations of that word like glorious, that kind of thing, uh, is used 538 times in scripture. So it's a pretty important word and yet it's sometimes a difficult one to uh, define and understand properly, but we want to understand it. We want to know what that word means when we say the riches of the glory. What is that glory? And uh, so let's take a look at that. And uh, I found uh, a little article that was very helpful to me. It was uh, submitted to uh, learnthebible.org by Dr. David Reagan. And uh, according to his uh, article, he describes glory as having three uh, types, three different meanings in the scripture. So the three types of glory are, the first one is concrete. So we're talking about something that is real, that you can see, hear, touch. Uh, in its most basic usage, the word glory refers to brightness as in a bright light something that you can see uh something's glory may be the brilliance of it as as a shining light or or a fire in exodus the israelites were told that they were going to see the glory of the lord and when they saw it the sight of the glory of the lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mount so they could see that glory it was something tangible that they could actually see in ezekiel uh talking about the lord it says the earth shined with his glory again something you can see acts uh paul gave his testimony of his experience on the road to damascus if you remember that and he describes it in this way when the glory of that light caused him to go blind the glory of that light the shining the brilliance of it something that he could see so there's a concrete uh kind of glory and then there's an abstract type of glory that you cannot touch or see ideas like truth uh love justice uh, these are abstract uh examples of glory abstract 
uh, meaning of glory is the form of excellence which naturally brings admiration and praise. A form of excellence which naturally brings admiration and praise. Just as a bright light gets our attention and causes us to look at it, so the glory of something is that which draws our attention and causes us to be amazed by it. To say that uh, a thing is glorious is to say that it is just about or absolutely, completely as wonderful and perfect as it can be. In Exodus, uh, the song of Moses, that Moses wrote uh, immediately after the Israelites uh, had crossed the Red Sea and the Egyptians were drowned in that same sea. You remember that story? And uh, in the Song of Moses, he wrote, The Lord is glorious in power, glorious in holiness, and he has triumphed gloriously. In other words, with, with perfection to, to as high as you can go in that area. God's glory is his excellence that deserves to be praised. His excellence, his brilliance uh, over all things, his greatness of power which demands our fear and honor, his beauty by which he is adorned, his strength and honor, his excellence and grace, all of these qualities demand our praise. And when we think about that aspect of glory, the glory of the Father, we, we don't have any other uh, response other than to praise Him, to worship Him, because His glory is, is uh, coming from His excellence, His purity, His perfection. And then the third type of glory is action. It's an action verb. And uh, for instance, we are to glory in God to express our admiration and praise for that excellence that we see in him. Uh, in 1 Corinthians, it says, let no man glory in men. So we're not to glory in a man because uh, a man cannot be on the same level of excellence as the Father. No way. We're not even close. So we glory in the Father, but we don't glory in other people. Psalm 105 says, glory in his holy name, glory in the Father. Express our admiration and our praise for his excellence. So in Ephesians, this scripture that we've been uh, examining, what is the meaning here? Well, I believe the meaning here is one of those concrete ones. It's a concrete meaning. The basic definition again, you remember? of glory is shining and radiance. And this scripture says the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The glory in the saints. His inheritance in the saints. God's people, not all, but God's people sometimes, many of God's people, uh, have a shining and a radiance about them that is concrete. In other words, other people can see it. 
It may not shine like an actual light, uh, like turning a flashlight on, but it's something that people can see. It's evident. So it's more of that concrete type of glory. Not all of God's people exhibit that, sadly, but many of God's people do. Many believers exhibit that shining, that radiance, that glow in their life. And it's a measure of the relationship that we have with the Father. It's the measure of how hungry we are to deepen our relationship with Him, uh, which is reflected in our desire to consume His Word, just as we're doing today as we dig deeper to, because we want to know the meaning to become uh, uh, more knowledgeable than someone else. No, it's because we ultimately want to know Him. That's the reason we dig into the Scriptures like we do is because we want to know Him. And He's given us His Word and that's one way that we can uh, come to know him better by understanding his word better. So our desire to consume that word, when you consume something, you take it in and it ultimately becomes a part of you and nourishes you. And that's what we want as we dig into his word. We, we uh, have a hunger to know it, to consume it, for it to become a part of us so that we can have a deeper relationship with the Father. Um, it's also demonstrated that hunger in how often we communicate with Him. And I don't mean just how often we're talking to Him, but how often we actually communicate, how often we, we listen, how often we stop and, and seek to hear His voice speak to us. And He does speak to us. But if we're constantly... Uh, tuning him out, we won't hear that voice. And if we go to him in prayer, you know, ever how many times in a, during a day, and we talk, 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 and then we say amen, and that's it, we still don't hear his voice. And, you know, our communication doesn't end with our Father and then end with amen. No, our communication can be all day long. It doesn't have to be a sit-down uh, prayer somewhere. It can be, and and I think should be a communication process that goes on and on. It's an ongoing thing with him. Do you have a hunger in your heart to communicate with him? If you do, then that uh, is going to produce the growth and development in you as a believer that's going to cause that glow. It's going to cause that shining, that radiance from your life that others will be able to see. Uh, when God's people are constantly aware of his love for us, when we're constantly aware of that, that love starts to flow through us and we become the conduit through which his love flows and that creates that radiance and that shining, that glow. When we walk in the Spirit every day, when that's our desire to yield ourselves to him and let the Holy Spirit rule in our hearts and lives and walk in the spirit each day that glow comes and people can see that in our lives we'll, we'll have a a glow about us that others can see or at least sense they can tell that it's there a radiance uh even even sometimes non-believers can see that 
when uh, we have when we're living that kind of life and and that glow and shining is there. Even non-believers can see it. And you may have had uh, times when people have come up to you, whether Christian or non-Christian, and uh, ask you, are, are you a Christian? Or uh, if you're a minister, maybe they approach you and said, are you, are you a preacher? Are you a minister? Are you a pastor? They can sense something about you that's different. They can see the glow. They can see the radiance. They can see that shining of God's love and presence flowing through you. So, that glory, uh, in this instance, I believe is a concrete glory, talking about the glory that can be seen in His saints. And you and I are His saints, and we'll talk about that in a future podcast. Some people are scared of that word. They say, well, I'm not perfect. I, I can't call myself a saint. We're going to talk about that and clear that up for you. Uh, when you see that word saints in the scripture, it is including you. If you're a child of God, you are one of his saints. So my question to you today is, uh, as you keep, well, my advice to you, first of all, is this. As you keep seeking to know him in a greater way, you're going to glorify him. It will happen. You continue to seek to know him in a deeper way. You will glorify him with your life. His radiance will shine through you. And it will become a concrete glory that other people can see and sense in your life. So my question to you is this. Do you want that today? Do you want that glory? Do you want that radiance and that glow and that shining to emanate from you do you want that well the way you can have it is just continue to develop that hunger to know him in a deeper way keep doing the things you do to get to know him better i touched on a few but there are other ways you can do that as well but continue to do that don't let anything take away that hunger in your heart that hunger to know him in a closer more intimate, in a deeper way. Continue that hunger. And as you do that, His glory will shine through you. And uh, others will see. It, you won't even have to say, I'm a Christian. Other people will be able to tell it, sense it, they'll see it. The concrete glory will be there that other people can see. So do you want that today? Let's pray together about that. Father, we thank you so much for your glory. And we thank you for the fact that as we seek you, as we seek to know you better, and we want that today. We really do. We want to know you. We want to know you uh, better than anything, better than anyone. We want to know you. We want to be close to you. We want to have a super strong relationship with you. And Father, I thank you that as we do that, we know that that radiance and glow is going to come. The glory, your glory, will shine through us to the point that others will be able to tell that we're your child without us even saying a word. That's our heart's desire today, that we would reflect you and be a conduit for your love and reflect how much you love 
every person because you do. And we want to be a reflection of that love as we love those around us. Thank you, Father, for that glory today. The riches of your glory. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, God bless you.